Oh, jam! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Monday Night Magic here on twitch.tv slash themanapool. I am Chewy, and you can tell that because I have Chewy on my shirt. And I mean, that's just fact. Let's see? And with me, as always, is... Psst, what's on your shirt? Uh, all kinds of Ghibli. Is Ghibli. Haha. <laughs> Cease I mean, and desist. Squee. That is the noise that Ghibli inspires. I'll take it. Okay, yeah, there you go. Alright. Uh, you will notice that we are sans clues this week, and that's because clues is in clues's... It's not really his natural habitat, but it's like his natural second habitat, and that's on a boat. Uh, you see, Clues is a migratory creature, and after surviving finals, he tends to travel over the ocean to get away from all human beings. Accurate. Some go with him, though, so it's never fully successful. But he's happy, so we let him do it. And for some reason, that Streamlabs thing that popped up was behind the number. Whoops. Let me move that. There we go. But hey, that was Pinball subbing <laughs> for the 27th month. Thank you very oh, much. Man. It's like three babies of subscriptions. Almost, yeah. Hopefully, exactly. No, babies don't take nine months. It's like nine and three quarters or something. I don't know where the nine months thing came from. Grounding? To the nearest nine months? Maybe. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. We're here to talk about... Uh, Whatever happened. News, yeah, magic news. So shall we get to it? Yeah, man, let's jump in. Blam. First up, the Band and Restricted announcement happened. Uh, there are no changes to any format. But? But, you'll see right here, next B&R announcement, read below. Ominous. Now, if the next one is below, why wouldn't they just make it this one? This is dumb. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, Wizards has decided that scheduling uh, BNR updates is kind of archaic and kind of a pain. So from now on, they're just not going to schedule them. Yeah. It uh, shouldn't be too surprising given the awkwardness of having an off-cycle schedule earlier this fall. And all of the headaches that came from Oko format. And the fact that we have a separate running every week thing going on for Pioneer right now anyway. Which we'll get to in a second. And really, there's not much of a reason to do it. Like, they could do them whenever they've done this before. They'll do it again. Um, though they did note that it will be on Mondays. So you won't have to worry on, like, a Thursday that they're going to ban your card right before the weekend. Right. So... This is good. I like this. But this this just frees them up to be more flexible. They said that they're going to probably come at a similar pace, but they don't have to pinpoint this one date right here and then get some data from the next few weeks and go, oh, God, what have we done? Yeah. Uh, like, okay, no changes. And then two weeks later, they're kicking themselves going, oh, God, I wish we'd waited and we could have banned this. We didn't know it would be that much of a problem. So... That's that's that makes sense. It really does. Yeah. Uh, they did say okay. Uh, they did point out that 
they are going to do their best to avoid making changes to a format too soon before a major event so as not to negatively impact players' plans and preparations. That said, given the number of major events now being held nearly every weekend around the world and the need to make sure we're addressing the health of formats in a timely manner, some conflicts may arise. We'll do what we can to give advance notice if we're able. So hopefully, I know people like to make jokes about announcements of announcements, but there's a reason that they do that. And uh, hopefully they will be able to give announcements of announcements for upcoming mm-hmm. ban and restricted list updates. Hopefully. Yeah. Also, just bear in mind that because Arena is a big thing right now, it makes sense to be more flexible with your ban timing because they don't want like arena standard to be different from normal standard, but they also don't want arena to slog along like standard does just because there's a paper tournament. Yeah. So if, if this they, all makes sense. If they print another Oko and everything goes straight to hell, you know, like it does when they print another Oko, uh, they don't want to say, okay, we're going to ban this next week and then either make, arena stay crappy for an extra week or change it so it's not lined up with paper anymore both of those aren't good so just change them both yeah Mm. yeah and to clarify it wasn't always the case of they'll make an announcement every like six to twelve weeks either i think they did the they started doing this at one point so that people would have some confidence in this is what the format will be until the next set comes out and now that we're moving too fast, I think this just makes sense for where we're at. So, hey. Yeah. There you go. Uh, a little bit less nonsense on Twitter once and... every six weeks of people going, what's going to get banned, what's not? Because you don't know. Because you don't know. Uh, I do know. like this paragraph here. We've also learned that, yes, some players may be affected by having their planned deck change or no longer work shortly before an event. But we found another consideration to be more impactful. The most likely result of an imbalanced or unfun format is that players simply don't play. They cancel plans, skip side events, or don't engage in a format that isn't healthy. Uh, Attendance numbers at Magic Fests for formats that later receive bans bear that out. And that's important. If you're going, and it's, it's... it's your deck that is is getting affected. Well, you're going to be upset. Understandably so. But think beyond yourself. Think bigger picture. This is the thing Magic players have a big problem with, I know. And I'm not saying that to be mean. But Magic players do, historically, have a big problem with thinking outside of their own interests. Uh, and looking at the bigger picture for the health of the game. If it affects... Uh, however many people going to an event adversely and that sucks but if that means a lot more people will go yay and go to the these events that's better that's a better that's a better net gain than waiting until this event's over for you right am i am i right here yeah yeah (laughs) if all Magic players are actually concerned with the events going well. There would be a lot less arguments with judges. So we all know that that's not the case. Um, but it's a good thing to learn from. So that's B&R. Do you, do you want to talk about the various other things in this category? 
Uh, yeah, there are several. Uh, let's do today's Pioneer update. This is another big one. Oko has been kicked out of another format. Yep. <laughs> and Nexus of Fate have both been banned in Pioneer. Yeah. Uh, now, it says, since the last set of Pioneer changes, we've seen the metagame approach a better balance. With most of the top decks having a mix of favorable and unfavorable matchups against each other. The rock, paper, scissors effect. That's what, that's what you're aiming for. However, two decks proved to be outliers. Simic Food Ramp and Simic Nexus. Damn you, Blue Green. Damn you. It's like uh, having all the mana and all the busted things to do with it is a problem. Right? Uh, so it says Simic Food Ramp has had a nearly 60% non-mirror match win rate on Magic Online and has earned more than twice as many 5-0 league finishes than any other archetype. That's abandoned. Has favorable matchups against most of the other top decks and no strongly unfavorable matchups. Whoops. That's abandoned. So, Oko is a problem. So, yep. That's getting banned. Uh, Oko also appears in several of the other strongest decks and would likely continue to contribute to metagame balance problems long term. Therefore, Oko, Thief of Crowns, has been asked to vacate the premises in Pioneer. And then, uh, the Simic Nexus deck has the second highest win rate and a number of 5-0 league finishes among top decks. And it says, as Simic Food Ramp was one of Simic, the Simic Nexus deck's only unfavorable matchups among top decks, they're just going to go ahead and ban Nexus of Fate so it doesn't get out of hand. Plus, yeah. it's frustrating and makes games go long and everything sucks all the time. So, Fair. Yeah. Like, if they can see from the data that eliminating Oko and crippling the Simic Food Ramp deck is going to cause Simic Nexus to become the next problem, it only makes yeah. sense to go ahead and snip out the, the the main card in that deck that makes people go... <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That hurt my throat. Well, hey, Bill, cover that last par- paragraph for me, which I'm going to drink. Yeah, so... um. Given the continued improvement in metagame health in the upcoming holidays, our plan is to not make further changes until the new year. The next update for Pioneer will be Monday, January 6th. So, for those of you that are looking to see this every Monday for the time that Wizards isn't even going to be doing stuff, no. Come back next year. Enjoy your Oko less Christmas. Yeah, because, like, Watsi's closed starting next Monday, right? I believe so. They're going to enter that special time of year where they rerun old articles and then people who didn't see them the first time will freak out about things that happened eight months ago. Yeah. This happens every year. Just keep an eye out for it. So, yeah, I think for the next two weeks, they're starting next Monday. I think this is right. WotC will be closed down so we won't get anything new. Presumably. That's the way they've done it in previous years. Or at least in terms of, like, the website updates and stuff like obviously arena still works and all of that's going to happen, but we're not going to be getting news. They're unplugging. They're unplugging, which also quite probably means this is the last Monday night magic of this year. Seems likely. Probably. So yeah. In fact, depending on what pops up on the six, because they aren't likely going to have things going on the week after that either. 
might be the last one for a few weeks. So we'll see. Keep an eye on Twitter and stuff. Or just come to twitch.tv slash the and see what Chewie does when there isn't magic. Yeah. Cause probably going to be video games. If I don't stream Monday Night Magic, I'll probably be streaming something on Monday. Seems inevitable. All right. So that covers, uh, let's see, standard, modern, legacy, pauper, all that. And that covers Pioneer. But there's that other kind of sort of format. Historic. Yeah. Now, this popped up, uh, what, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, right after. Yeah, it was right after our last one. Monday Night Magic last week. Um, So there's a historic suspension announcement. And when I saw that, I went, what does that mean? Did Reed Duke get get suspended? Like, what? Was Soul Warden caught cheating? What, like, because... The, now, Clues started a rant about this in our Google chat, which actually I found hilarious. They, yeah. they use this term suspension, which already has two meanings in magic. There's suspend, the uh, mechanic, and then there's suspension, meaning a player that got suspended yeah. from being able to play. And so I saw a historic suspension announcement, and I went, who got suspended that they would name it historic? What? But historic is a format. <laughs> Don't sus- you love when words have several meanings? And suspension is a new thing. S- sorta. So, let's go. Uh, they are suspending some cards in historic. This is really weird. So, they're suspending once upon a time... Field of the Dead, Veil of Summer, and Oko Thief of Crowns. Now, if you've been following Standard, this probably shouldn't come as a surprise to you. Yeah. But these cards are suspended in Historic. And Suspension is a temporary ban list. Yeah. So, these cards are a problem, so we're going to shift them over here to the Suspended list. And then they're going to see how things shake out and they're either going to put them back into play or they're going to throw them over here into the actual ban list. So there you go. I don't know why they don't just ban them and unban them or... Um, If you ban them, is it likely that people will, you know, chuck them since digital? Is there a fear that you people will get rid of their... You can't. Is that not a thing you can do? No. No, I don't play Arena. Because um, I, I thought... There's, there's oh, no there it is. Yeah, when cards are fully banned and historic, you receive a wild card reimbursement. So this is a way of putting them on the side before they have to deal with the reimbursements. Oh, yeah, heaven forbid they give out some wild cards. Yeah, sorry, like, I didn't mean dusting. I just meant, like, I know when they ban things in the past, they've had to compensate people. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I phrased that terribly. So, like, this way they don't have to compensate anyone while the card's in timeout. And if they fix it, then yay, you've still got it. So, yeah. That sounds like this is a temporary measure. I wouldn't be surprised if um, this sort of became the go-to thing there because, like, banning cards actually impacts things for them rather than the secondary market. 
Yeah. Because there isn't one. <laughs> it just seems... I, I just don't get it. It is more complicated than it should be. But I, I kind of understand it. Like, it's not a watch list because they're actively taking them out of... Yeah. Uh, ...circulation in in the historic format. But they're still not banning it. because I guess because giving everyone wild cards is just the worst? I, I honestly don't understand. Well... If you give everyone wild cards when you ban it, and then you later decided to unban it, well, people don't have it anymore. Like, in paper, if they ban your Oko, and then later they unban it for some reason, then you still have it. But they just don't exist. What? Yeah, when yeah they stay in your collection. They don't go away. Oh. Well, then I don't know. I'm not going to talk about this anymore, because <laughs> I don't know anything about Arena. <laughs> I'm making a lot of assumptions based on what people have been complaining about, and I'm clearly not informed. So, I'll defer to you on this one. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't understand why they don't just put them on the ban list, give out some wild cards. Because if there's anything that like they should have learned from Hearthstone, is that giving people the occasional free thing makes people happy. <laughs> but whatever, all their reasoning aside, which seems. Highly suspect. Uh, that's just what they're doing now. That's just what they're doing now. So if you've got these cards and they get suspended, sucks to be you. But later, if they're so bad they continue to get banned, Oko, you're probably fine. Mm. What was that? Pinball Witch threw 100 bits. Said, here, Chewie, have some free bits to make you happy. See? That makes me happy. <laughs> Throw a you. dollar at it. Could you could you talk to Wizards of the Coast? <laughs> maybe maybe teach them something. Uh so for the rest of this, it's all about historic uh what's gonna happen in historic. Uh they're doing some uh, historic ranked draft with Dominaria in January. There's gonna be uh a high-stakes constructed tournament from January 11th to 13th for Historic. So, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, go look it up. We're not going to read off all the things that are happening on Arena, so, yay. There you go. Yay, Historic. All right. But again, that's Once Upon a Time, Field of the Dead, Veil of Summer, and Oko, Thief of Crowns. It's like he takes hats everywhere he goes and gets kicked out and he doesn't understand. Where Where is he still legal? He's um, legal in Commander and Legacy? Vintage, maybe? Oh, he's legal in Modern. Right? For now. Yeah. Okay. I was like, but Commander and Legacy don't matter. He's got to be legal in a format that matters. Yeah, he's still legal in uh, in Modern. Okay. Yeah, because he's on all the decks. <laughs> That's what we discovered last week when we went over Modern. For now. He was on all the decks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure he'll be banned there someday. He's still broken, even in those formats. They've just got more tools. He's probably fine in Commander, though. I mean, yeah, because everyone just punches you in person. <laughs> like, you can't stop. <laughs> but no, much the same reason that Jace the Mind Sculptor, while he was insane in Standard at the time... 
he's absolutely terrible in Commander because he's built to lock out one person. Oko's the yeah. same way. He's built to just stop your one opponent. But if you're playing with a table full of people, Oko's like, all right, fine, that, whatever. That is a big equalizer for a lot of really efficient one-on-one cards. Yeah. All right. So that is uh, historic and the announcement of suspensions. Dun, dun, dun. I wonder what the suspend cost is for uh, Veil of Summer. Um, Veil of Summer is terrible to have suspend. It doesn't yeah. do anything. Anyway. Time spiral jokes. But it'll have haste when it comes in. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. You should. Okay, so uh, there's another thing that has popped up. Because never-ending preview season, it turns out, ended for a minute. And we couldn't have that. Just for so, a minute, though. Theros Beyond Death. Previews have started. Out of nowhere. I didn't expect this anyway. Uh, I mean, it isn't come out in January, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but I didn't think we would get... I figured they'd show off a couple cards, maybe like one at Christmas. Yeah, I mean... But no, no. We got more got, than one. We've got mechanics. Uh, we've got the card image gallery with uh, more than a couple cards in it. Yep. And the variance gallery, of course, because that's the thing we're going to have to get used to from now on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the mechanics of Theros Beyond Death. We've got Escape. Just like that room. Uh, let's see here. Escape comes with two costs. Mana and cards you have to exile from your graveyard. And it's still... It's casting the spell, apparently. Yeah, so yeah. here is the Underworld Rage Hound. Which is a common, which means it's not Cerberus, which means it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, so for two mana, one in a red, it's a 3-1 that attacks each turn if able. It, it uh, has escape three in a red and exile three other cards from your graveyard. And then the reminder text is, you may cast this card from your graveyard for its escaped cost. And Underworld Ragehound escapes with a plus one, plus one counter on it. So there you go. So brought back a friend. Or an extra head, maybe? I don't know. Oh, like, or a 1-1 one, one counter is just Hydra heads? Maybe? I mean, it's a three-headed dog. right setting, it could work. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like one of them is just also lugging out, like, a dead Hydra that it whips people with. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Terrifying. Pretty cool. I uh, mean, that's not bad for one and a red to start with. Like, here's a 3-1. Okay, cool. It's gonna die. But really. I guess. But it's a common, so it's not supposed to be, like, the best example. Uh, yeah. Now, you're still casting the spell, so it's still a normal spell. Mm-hmm. So you can't cast the uh, Underworld Rage Hound at the end of your opponent's turn from the graveyard, because that's, right. that's not legal. Uh, yeah, these, these aren't, like, you can escape once and then they get exiled if they die again. Nope, none of that. Things can jump. In and out of the graveyard as many times as they want. Yep. I suspect that the deck that this belongs in likes the fact that it has one toughness and has to attack because if there are other escape cards in it, it eats those. Yeah. So, neat. 
So, yeah. Permanence with escape. Go to the battlefield. If they die later, they go back to the graveyard. An instant or sorcery spell with escape resolves. It just goes back to the graveyard. So there you go. And these costs are different for each card. Like, it's not always three and a red, and it's not always exile three other cards. Because the first card we saw was Elspeth, who says four white white and exile four other cards on her escape cost. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, by the way, we got Elspeth back. You know. In case Theros Beyond Death wasn't a dead giveaway, there she is. Ain't she precious? Your your pun is observed. Yeah. Oh, according to chat, the pre-pre-release is on the 10th. Oh, God. Yeah, so like early. it's the middle of January. Oh, God. Is the All set right. release. That's probably why they had to give us some of this early. Uh, yeah, it is, because... Oh, that's way too... Oh, come on. Yeah, still Christmas broke. I was really enjoying not having <laughs> to talk about nope. new cards for a little while. Nope. Oh, well. Um, so yeah, there you go. Now, on the next episode of the Mana Pool, which we're recording Thursday, I'm sure we're going to cover all of these cards, because that's what we do, so. Yeah. I don't see any need to talk about Elspeth here, do you? Not really. She's back. That's what matters. Yeah, she's back. We all knew that she was going to be. Alright, so that was Escape. You pay some mana, you exile cards from your graveyard... And it comes back. Boom. Easy. No problem. Right? Bust out. Yeah. Alright, so then we have Devotion returning. Devotion, remember, is the number of mana symbols of a certain flavor, color, in the mana cost of your permanence. So... Well, here's an example card. Daxos, Blessed by the Sun, costs white-white. So if that's the only permanent you have that has white mana symbols, your devotion to white is two. Nice and simple. Yeah. Uh, this one is a little different. Daxos, Blessed by the Sun, has toughness equal to your devotion to white, which is not a thing we saw before. The last time we saw devotion right. in uh, Theros. So whenever another creature you control enters the battlefield or dies, you gain one life. And Daxos is a legendary enchantment creature, demigod. And is uncommon. Ooh. I wonder if this means demigod or revenge gets to be a demigod now. Probably not. That'd be disappointing. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but hey, look, it's Daxos and he's doing stuff. Yeah, look at him. He's all like, I'm a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Until you play other stuff. Then I have a big ol' ass. He is going to die when people trade for other stuff and leave some damage on him. Yeah. As the fate of all creatures with variable toughness. And then um, we have another card here. How the hell do you say that? Uh, Clothus? 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 Clothusus? Huh. We'll go with Clothus's design. 
for five and a green is an uncommon sorcery. Creatures you control get plus X plus X until end of turn where X is your devotion to green. That's creatures you control. I was, uh, the first time I read yeah, this, I went, plural. didn't we already print that? And then I saw, why does it cost five and a green? But then I, my brain had to shut up so I could read it out loud. Yeah. Everyone remember, sorcery. 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 Very important. <laughs> Do not go to combat first. I promise you someone will, and they'll feel real bad. Okay, so Stark is saying Clothis. Okay. Uh, that sounds right. It could be, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those two, which means that my Mana Pool co-host Brian will pronounce it as like Clorthos. Because Brian is bad at pronouncing things. Clothes. Ah, like it's Vince Clortho. Are you the gatekeeper? I mean, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, fair enough. Unless you're the key master. Wait, does that mean we have to have sex? Because I don't like you that way. Look, dude, it's not the 80s. (laughs) Ghostbusters are like in Kansas or something now. Does that mean I have to follow you on Instagram? I don't know what the, the modern equivalent is. I don't know. We probably just watch Netflix or something. Oh, We're there old. we go. We're just old. <laughs> Disney Plus. But hey, chill. look. Sorcery. <laughs> hey, Disney look. Plus and yuck. Constellation's back. Constellation. Uh, Constellation is an ability word mm-hmm. that does something different for each card, like ability words do, but they all work with uh, enchantments entering the battlefield under your control. So like the Satessan champion here for two and a green is a 1-3 human warrior that's rare. Why is it rare? Constellation! Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one on Satessan champion and draw a card. Okay. That's why. Pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you have Satessan champion on the board and you play... Uh, Daxos blessed by the sun, then you'll get a counter and draw a card because Daxos is an enchantment creature. So it doesn't care what kind of enchantment, just so long as it's an enchantment. I think Satessan Champion wants to be an enchantress. That was the old way to doing that. Yeah. Neat. I mean, it's both enchantresses, right? It's the... uh... It's been so long since I thought about it. The Verdurin was the one that drew cards. What was the one that got the counters from enchantments? I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been a very long time. I'm sure Chad will tell us, but I don't remember. I played with all of them, so their names were irrelevant to me. I knew them by their color. There wasn't one? No, Rabid Wombat got... (laughs) No, Rabid Wombat got bigger when you put uh, creature enchantments on it. Yeah. Now I'm looking. Yavamaya Enchantress. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one, one we should have remembered first. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. It just got plus one, plus one for each enchantment, not not uh, counters. But yeah, because the Verdurin and the idea. um the, the Mesa the Mesa Enchantress, which was you know its plane shifted version. Yeah, that was the white one. Um, were like the the deck that I made with Yavamai Enchantress and then a whole bunch of like dumb things. And it was really simple, but it was also really nice as like a new player. 
Yeah. Like, oh, look, I learned how to do synergy in my deck. Also, I learned that having too many enchantments is really bad. But it was fun. So, okay, that's Constellation. And then finally, they saved the, the big one for last, the return of Sagas. It's been so long. Yeah, Sagas first showed up long, long ago in... Hang on, let me check my notes. Dominaria. Wait, what? Yeah, a year ago. <laughs> year and a half ago. Was it that nice. long? Oh, yeah, because we had the whole Ravnica thing, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad to see these as a returning. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense in a mythology-based, classic mythology-based place like Theros. Yeah. So, yeah, sagas are uh, enchantments that have the subtype saga. Uh, let's see, the... When they enter the battlefield, you add a lore counter and do whatever is under chapter one. Mm-hmm. And then after you draw your card for the turn, so after you draw step, the very first thing that happens is uh, you add a lore counter and do whatever's on chapter two. And then you do it again uh, for chapter three, and then you sacrifice it after chapter three happens. Nice and simple. The Akroan War uh, for three and a red says, Chapter one, gain control of target creature for as long as the Akroan War remains on the battlefield. That's, That's cool. really neat on one of these cards because it puts a clock on it. Yeah, because so, this like, thing. Do you wait it out? Because <laughs> this thing is gonna go away. Uh, chapter two, until your next turn, creatures your opponents control attack each combat if able. And then chapter three, each tapped creature deals damage to itself equal to its power. That's really cool, actually. And keep in mind, this this will go into effect right after your draw step. Yeah. Or really after... So, like, you've just untapped. Yeah, so Unless it's, you've it's got untapped, some other shenanigans. <laughs> upkeep, draw, sagas. Just yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, if you're... You've somehow gotten through making them attack into the creature you probably just stole, and it's still around, and you don't want to give it back, and you've got some ability to tap it, you could totally tap it in response to this effect and watch violence happen. Seems pretty good. We. So that is that. And then, like I said, we have card image gallery yeah complete with the sweet new lands these lands have been uh let's say divisive among magic players <laughs> their opinions yeah but i think they're freaking sick look at that it's the mana symbol swirling in the uh oh god what is this stuff called ether no nix Nyx. Right? Nick? Isn't this the Nyx? I, I, I think so. It, these are like weird sky constellations of fancy dust nonsense. Yeah. Swirling around to form the uh, mana symbols. I think it's really cool. The, they kind of remind me of the sequence in, um, I think it was Guardians, where you first saw the Infinity Stones proper. Like, we've seen them before, but, like, you see it there, and they're all, like, sort of shrouded and colorful and have all the clouds and stuff around them, and they're kind of ambiguously designed. 
Um, that's like the big high end compliment I can give it. The other end is like the joke I made on Twitter where they remind me a lot of the Pokemon energy cards. Like they look cooler than Pokemon energy cards, but they're ultimately here's the picture of the symbol. We all know what this does. Um, kind of weird that they're still called lands, but like obviously they're lands. It's what they are. It's what they do. Um, I think these would look really nice on deck boxes and sleeves and all those periphery things. Because like, oh yeah, it's totally the blue deck. You can tell because you look at this thing. Yeah. And I think it'll be really nice for that. So. There you go. So that's uh, that part of Theros. Then we've got the uh, what is the word I'm looking for here? Um, variants. Variants. The variants card image gallery. Um, planeswalkers are getting the same treatment, and some cards are getting the. Uh, I don't remember what all these treatments are called. The wider art or whatever, and yeah. then the. Uh, it looks like some of the enchantment cards are getting. It looks like the Friday Night Magic look, unless this is a Friday Night Magic card which i don't think it is yeah it's the showcase thing there we go all right so next up we've got oh yeah this is where it tells us what all this crap is duh uh collector boosters are going to continue to be a thing whether you like it or not so (laughs) they are tweaking the formula a little bit apparently Uh aha okay so Theros, can I open this? Uh, it doesn't really get bigger, but Theros Beyond Death Collector Booster Treatment Examples. The Foil Showcase Next Basics. Wait. So are these basics not... No, these are the normal basics you get because they're numbered. Well then, whoops. Well then, what are these? These are just foil, Two in each collector bo- booster. Huh. But there apparently, yeah, there are two in each collector booster. Two foil of the mana symbol lands. Uh, you got the extended art cards, the constellation showcase frame, and then the borderless planeswalkers. So these three are the same as before. Instead of the uh, the storybook cards or the uh, adventures, you get the constellation showcase. That's the showcase, and then extended art and borderless are what we've had before. And now we get the showcase Nick's basics. Yeah. Okay. Oh god. All right. You get eight foil common, uncommon, or basic lands in each booster. Uh, one from an ancillary product, so theme booster rares, planeswalker deck exclusive cards, and the buy box promo. Uh, one rare or mythic with extended art frame. One foil rare or mythic. One saga constellation showcase card or borderless planeswalker card. The Constellation Showcase cards can be gods or demigods, and sagas are always rare, it says. So there you go. Um, A foil Constellation Showcase card or Borderless Planeswalker card. So, oh, in foil. Okay. Two foil Showcase Nyx lands and one foil double-sided token. Aha. What, theme booster rares are the rare cards that are printed in the they're called theme boosters now apparently that's new yeah yeah the theme booster 
that that is new, but not exactly new. In uh, Ravnica, they were guild boosters. That was the theme. In Eldraine, I honestly don't remember what the theme was. I think there were colors. I think it was just each color had a theme, right? Uh, that sounds right. I think that's right, but I could be wrong, and I'm not going to bother to look it up because it doesn't matter. But whatever the theme boosters are in this set, there are some cards that are only in those and in the collector boosters. So when it says ancillary product, uh, that's what it means by theme booster rares. Planeswalker deck exclusive cards are the cards that are only in the Planeswalker decks. And then the Biobox promo. There you go. Whew. Yeah. All so, that Theros news. Yeah. And then... And then there's another list that's exactly the same thing. Thanks. So... Do you think that Theros Beyond Death as a name spawned from someone writing down MTG TBD for a while and then them finally just deciding to roll with it? <laughs> I kind of hope not. Because <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it was the placeholder for so long that they just ran with it. But it also wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, so that's what's in the collector boosters, right? Right. Good to go? Yes. Yeah, sure. Uh, now, because Never Ending Preview Season never ends, we now have where to find the previews. Scroll, so scroll, 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 scroll. These three are already already live. Uh, we get one on Christmas Eve, one on Christmas Day, one... Actually, every day up until the 29th. Just one each, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then on the 30th, previews start for real. The 30th is uh, a Monday, so yeah. Yep. And then they go... And then they go... And then they go up up until the 9th when they're all done. You'll yeah. notice that Monday Night Magic and the Mana Pool are not on this list. And we know our fate. <laughs> but that's yeah that, that's pretty normal these days yeah so there you go if you want to know when your favorite sorry your second favorite because we're <laughs> clearly your favorite right uh content creators or players or random people you've never heard of are getting preview cards well there you go there's your list yeah all right and then what ah yes uh Apparently, there are story cards, or cards that show bits of the story, whether it's just flavor or world building or introducing characters or whatever. And when they get previewed, they're going to get dropped here. You might want to go ahead and bookmark that if you care about the story, because they're not doing a... There's no ebook, there's no audiobook, there's no book. This is where you will get the story. Yeah. Oh, and even says right here, there are currently no plans for an ebook. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, right but as of right now, we're introducing Elspeth, Ashiok, and Athreos. So there you go. Yeah. 
then I, I guess that's that. Yep. Okay. So this is this is sort of like what they did for War of the Spark, but much less. I'm gonna guess much less narratively driven. I would assume. Probably. Like War of the Spark also had the squeeze in like forty planeswalkers, so it had a lot of. And here's who the person's here, and here's what's going on there, and here's all this. And Dak Faden doesn't get a card, and Dak Faden's dead, and oops, are bad, and then we move. Yeah. Um, but like you remember, they had the story page where you every day had a theme. Yeah, I remember not knowing about it, and then you guys showing me on the show, and then I made it about abs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because wasn't that when you were in Japan? Yeah, that all happened, like, while I was out of the country or something. So I caught up on all of it on the show. Yeah. Well, they're doing it again, but again, much, presumably, much less detailed Mm -hmm. and narratively driven. It's just, here's some stuff that happens, yay. I wouldn't be surprised if that one-a-day thing that goes on over the holidays is a way that they're going to slowly roll that out. That would not surprise me at all. Cue all that up in advance of taking time off and just let it happen. All right. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one more thing. One more that happened last week and that uh at the Game Awards a long time ago and I mean it, it was a long time ago. They announced that there would be uh Cryptic Studios would be doing a magic-based mul- massively multiplayer online game and everybody went Okay. Uh, because I still don't know if that's good or bad. So, we got, at the Game Awards, a trailer that shows no gameplay. It's just a fancy hype trailer. It's sort of like the uh, trailer for Throne of Eldraine. You remember that had uh, the the gingerbread men and Garrick and stuff? Yeah. It was a gingerbread man and a gingerbread woman and a a non-gingerbread Garrick. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's like the traditional magic hype trailers where you don't really know what's going on, but here's some art that we did things to. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Just just to to scroll through real quick, I don't want to play it, but to scroll through, here are some screenshots of of it popping up with the words watch again. Hang on. Stop. There we go. There's a dude. And there's person holding up their hand and there's a werewolf oh god werewolf and there's <laughs> there's a person with a griffin in the background and then there's the spider moving on and here's someone floating with the bluey hands that's they're like a jace cosplayer that actually can do magic unlike a jace yeah unless that's supposed to be jace but i don't know and here here they jace are. is a player character race obviously oh, look, here's goblins yay clues love that there's goblins and then, yep, there's some planes. Magic Legends. It has a name now. It's called Magic Legends. And you can sign up for the beta at uh, playmagiclegends.com slash beta. So, yeah. Um, I, for one, am happy that they decided to do an MMO devoted to the June 1994 release of Light. Uh, the first set to feature uh, multicolored cards. So, yeah, good yeah. job. Now, he blinked out for some reason, but the joke that he made that you didn't hear was Legends. Magic Legends. Was Remember Legends, the set? 
from 94. The one that had those pillars on them that you find in all the old common books. Yeah. It had bands with other. That's we don't, how you know it's coming back for an MMO. We don't talk about that. Um, uh, yes, it's the one with the pillar men. Um, you have to keep them out of the sun. Yeah, and I still don't know why he keeps blinking out sometimes. That's very strange. That is weird. Do you have the stream open? Um, I have the stream open in low quality. Oh, okay. Because that's how I can tell what you're doing. Weird. Uh, but yeah, it says it's a thrilling MMO action RPG. Now that is loaded because <laughs> yeah, like is. okay, the the video game genre called action RPG is Diablo. That's an action RPG. Yeah. And that's that's what it means when you say action RPG. So if it's like a Diablo style magic game, that is a Diablo style game that I might actually play. That sounds awesome. But see chat has already pointed it out. Uh action RPG is video game talk for, I don't know. And that's not true. Because, like I said, Diablo is an action RPG, but, as someone pointed out, Kingdom Hearts is also an action RPG. And then there was someone, well, actually, and I, and I, I, I digitally slapped them and said, look, technically every video game ever made is a role-playing game because you're playing that character. Shut up. So that's not it. But <laughs> someone's oh, like, man, I Zelda games are action I RPGs. Zelda games are not action RPGs. Zelda games are adventure <laughs> games. Stop. But not point-and-click adventure game. Do you see the problem? So the so fact that we have what you're zero... telling me Do what? is that if I can date Colonel Sanders, it's an action RPG. <laughs> no, no, no. I hate you so much. <laughs> but... Yeah. Yeah, the, again, the problem is we don't know what this means. If this yeah. is an MMO Diablo-style game... That's one thing. If it's an MMO Kingdom Hearts style game, that's neat, but weird. And if action RPG is just words that they threw on the screen, because as Stark said, it means, I don't know, then damn it. (laughs) Look, we know nothing because what we got was the teaser with cool CG things. Like it was a PlayStation game commercial lying to you about what the game format is. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you when we know more. At the end of the day, when it turns out to be Puzzle Quest, we'll be like, all right, action RPG. Like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. And they're not saying yet, so... Meh. But if you want to go get in on that beta, I guess go sign up and hope. Let's go look. Tweets. They have... Wow, they actually have a lot of tweets. Okay, hang on. Action RPG. Sign up for the beta. Five, ooh, choose from five different classes, but don't worry about picking just one. You can switch between all five as you play. Huh. Okay. You'll need, you'll need to cross various planes to save the multiverse, but how you weave your path is up to you. Yep. Yep. Channel the power of mana to defeat your foes and become a legend. Womp womp. So, I get it. Uh. So yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And again, also, they're not saying, but... Before anyone loses their mind over it when we do find out what it is, 
Odds are the goal of this game is not to take Magic players away from playing Magic and playing something that will make them less money. It's probably to expand the brand into other areas and new people because Magic has gone beyond pieces of paper by a long ways, and they're trying to just go really wide with it. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Might and not even be for you. This is, this is my hope that no one else in the whole world should have. This will spawn Magic... Okay, you remember Star uh, Street Fighter? Yes. You remember Street Fighter the game? And then there was oh. Street Fighter the game the movie? And then there was Street yeah. Fighter the game the movie the game? I really hope this is a Magic TCG MMO action RPG that spawns a Magic TCG MMO action RPG TCG. <laughs> I can't wait to play the anime version of that. <laughs> Gonna burn some muscle. What if this will tie in with the Netflix series at all? Hmm. I mean, sure, everything is connected, dude. Multiverse. So now we're gonna if... get pogs. Is what's gonna happen? We're gonna get pogs. Yes. <laughs> uh. Anyway, guys, um... remember magic? It's back in pog forms. <laughs> you remember earlier when I said I hate you? Uh, yeah, I, I have to renew that every once in a while, or you won't get any more channel you. points. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, a long time ago, who like an actual long time ago, okay, hang on, I'm actually gonna go look up, I'm gonna go to themanapool.com, I'm gonna type in video game, yes! Episode, here it is, uh, episode 498, Magic the Video Gaming. That's when that we had what, like Cap on. Four years ago? Uh, it was February of 2018. Oh, wow, way more recent. Yeah, the mana pool's only on five-something. Right. Yeah, yeah. We so, baby. Yeah, they announced, uh, at that time we had known about Arena and the, Mo- the MOBA for mobile phones that evaporated we had gameplay footage of that though i don't know what happened here and the mmo and we we brought cap on and we just talked about all the crazy video game genres that you could turn magic into and it was awesome it was a hell of a discussion um like we talked about city building games like a ravnica game but each of the guilds controls the different functions. It was so cool. Uh, a fighting games, a 4X grand strategy game, kart racing, and all kinds of other stuff. And it was it was a really great uh, uh, episode uh, uh, that I, I really loved. So, yeah. Nice. Chase Team Racing. But anyway. That's how long ago that, like, that was almost two years ago. Yeah. And this is the second time we've heard anything about this MMO. And considering how many times over the years Magic has been licensed out for things that aren't Magic, it shouldn't be too big of a surprise if when this thing actually happens, it's like, oh, okay, and then it disappears mysteriously. Yeah, most of which just evaporated. Like Valor's Reach we heard about, and it was available to play in Scandinavia, and then, and there was the one from just a few weeks ago. I haven't heard anything else about since. There have been so many of these over time. 
It's kind of amazing what does make it out some of the time, too. Because, oh. like, if these are what get out, what didn't? The one from a few days ago, or a few weeks ago, was the one that was like uh, Minion Masters. Right. Because I actually yeah. wanted to play it. I have no idea what it was called or if it's even a thing. Mana Strike? Was that the one? I remember the term, but I can't keep track of which thing these are, because yeah. they all have that generic name, too. But anyway. But the MMO has been a thing for almost two years now, probably two years now, so it's good to know that they've gotten far enough in to have a beta sign up and have a big fancy uh, CG trailer. Yeah, they bothered to make a trailer for it. Yeah, so. that's a good that's sign. further than a lot of them have gotten. <laughs> Uh, so with that, I guess, are we, are we done with all of that? Should we go to tournaments? I think we're done with all that. Okay, let's go to tournaments. They're, these are, as far as I can tell, the last two tournaments of the year? As far as I'm aware. I think, hang on, tourneys... Can't imagine they're doing one next weekend. Okay, wait, That'd be schedule. weird. Magic Fest schedule. Da, 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 da. Nope, Portland is next weekend. Why? Because they hate us? They hate someone. December 20 to 22. Why would you do that? So that the people that live in Portland and up to two hours away will show up and then no one else? Maybe it's supposed to be an escape for the people that want to be away from wherever they are at that point in time. Now, having having (laughs) just spent a part of a single night... With uh, some of my extended family. I understand that entirely. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway. Well, if you're in Oregon and you want a spike a likely smaller than usual field, here you go. (laughs) Go get them. Okay, so let's do the Star City Games Players Championship. Uh, This was three formats, Legacy Modern and Standard. Uh, I have we have no idea how this worked because we didn't watch and honestly we didn't care. But it's also not the kind of meta that you're going to transfer to anywhere else because it's three formats exactly, and it's a players' championship, not a anyone can sign up with what they want to do right now. Yeah, this was what the entire season has been leading. This was Star City's uh, World Championships essentially for yeah. the Star City Tour. So uh, Oliver Tomachko won the whole damn thing. Uh, he took and down... And a big old belt. With a big old belt. Hopefully he hit someone either with a chair or through a table to get that. Hopefully. That is the punishment for slow play. <laughs> <laughs> I know some judges that would that would love it. Yeah. Uh, second place was Edgar McElhays, who lost to uh, Oliver Tomachko, because that's how you get second. It's true. Yeah. Uh, third and fourth were Dylan Donegan and Zan Syed. And you only get a top four for this. Yeah, you only get a top four for this. The, the coverage is 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 non-existent. Nah. <laughs> it's just nah. We have Here's a, a whole lot bunch of, of deck, tech. deck techs. We have a lot of deck lists. And then we have final standings, the top four bracket, and the final upper and lower brackets. So, I don't know how many people played in this, but we only know about four that survived. Give or take a belting. Right. So, there you go. 
good job to all of the players involved. I hope that uh, I hope it was worth it and awesome, and everyone watching had a good time. Uh, yeah. Chat says, I think it was double elimination of some sort based on Twitter complaints. Oh, man. How did they manage to narrow the field down like that? That's... Mm. All right, then. All right, then. Moving on. Magic Fest was uh, in Oklahoma City for this GP. Okay. Yay. How many people were in this? 348. 348. That's like nobody. Yeah, it's like next week's probably going to be worse. So, but hey, it's standard. Enjoy. It's, it's standard. So, hey, Matt Carlson won playing. There's no deck name. Uh, is there? Yeah, there's Fires of Invention. Okay, hang on. This is Jessica Fires. I am so confused. Oh, because it's backwards Twitter. I hate you. It's what? Oh. Like, because they do this by tweets, if you scroll down, like, you get the deck and then you get the person. What, there's a link no. to the top eight. Yeah, decks. yeah, I know. I just mean like I was looking over the stories first because they just had a bunch of decks there, but it's confusing. Oh. Yes, carry on. Anyway, uh, Matt Foreman was in second playing. I don't know the names of these decks. Playing. Ooh, here's Corvold and Massacre Girl and Gilded Goose and Cauldron Familiar. Oh, thank you, chat. This is the Jund Sacrifice deck. Oh, okay. That's why Corvald is in here. Got it. Can you tell that uh, Standard holds absolutely no interest for me? All right, moving on. Uh, Connor Cole is in third playing a... Uh, looks like a Black-Red Aggro deck. Black-Red uh, Knights, maybe? Yeah... Fourth place, Alex Majlaton. I I really need to learn how to say his name is also playing Just Got Fires. Frank Frank Karsten? Shouldn't you be doing coverage? There were so few people playing, they let Frank Karsten play. Uh, and he took fifth playing uh this is Gruel Fires. No, wait, there's no fires here. What is this? Gruel Adventures. Gruel Adventures. Thank you. Wrong word. Sorry. Yes. Gruel Adventures. Uh, I'm paying attention. Uh, Julian John took sixth place playing a Simic... Nope. What is this? Simic Ramp? Oh. Okay, yeah. That makes more sense. Crisis, Paradise Druid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. Panoptic Mirror? What? <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Oh, that's Opt. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Panoptic Mirror? How does that even... Oh, and this Quenchable Fire is supposed to be Quench. Yeah, they've made some mistakes. Is this some auto-complete uh, nonsense here? I think it is. Jesus. Now I'm looking over it for other mistakes that are funny. 
All right, seventh place, Timothy Thomason is playing the Black Red Knights deck also. And rounding out the top eight, Eddie Bontkowski is playing the Ramp deck, complete with Quenchable Fire. <laughs> uh, awkward. That's great. All right, then. There you go. The player continues to burn. <laughs> Oh, my. Well, that's Oklahoma for you. Good job. And it looks like that's all we got. That's all we got, yeah. There's there's no metagame breakdown because, one, not that many people showed up, and, two, Frank Karsten was playing instead of, you know, figuring all that out. So, Yeah. Tenth deck. Clearly, whoever was inputting these decks cares little about standard as we do. Apparently so, yeah. Seems to be the case. (laughs) But hey, well done to Matt Carlson for taking it down. Playing uh, Fires of Invention. Which is... Like, looking back at it, I was like, this is a, a goofy red rare that might see some play. And Mike, again, my Mana Pool co-host, went, this looks like it could be a real card. And then it turns out, yes! Yes, it is! That's insane. Yeah. So, is that? I think that's it, right? That's all. Okay, That's it. Then. Magic's over. Everybody can go home. <laughs> Except it's not, because there's, there's a Magic Fest next weekend for some reason. Mm. It's going to be like a money laundering event or something stupid. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Don't, uh, don't be surprised if we don't cover that next week, since it's yeah. two days before Christmas, and I kind of doubt we'll... It seems very unlikely. We'll have anything else to talk about that episode. So that'll get shunted until the new year, almost certainly. Unless like, Magic yeah. burns down in between now and then, in which case we'll try to record. Yeah, we'll, we'll record and not at all be playing Overwatch in the background. You'd never be able to tell. Or yeah, very subtle. never, never. You think internet connection's fun right now, just you wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we wrap up, huh? Oh, we have a message from Clues. I just wanted to tell you both... Good luck. We're all counting on you. Oh, good. He just got off a plane, so you know it's legit. <laughs> Damn it, Clues. <laughs> He's anyway. going to send you that message again in five minutes. Uh, Possibly ten, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Oh, why? All right, so shall we wrap it up? Sure. Um... You can find me on Twitter at SqueeGoblinAbob. There's no Iron Goblin because it's probably snuck into an early screening of Star Wars and you should avoid it because it will probably spoil it for you. That guy's a jerk. Man, your mind does suck, yeah. It's a, it's a jerk. Um, but I'll be seeing Star Wars on Thursday, so I don't have to fear too much. So, yeah, I'm going to see Star Wars. Hopefully that'll be great. Yeah, your um, eye told me that... Uh... Gandalf and Captain Picard killed somebody, but I can't remember who. I think it was Harry um, Potter. Well, the last time Gandalf and Captain Picard got together, they made two good movies and then a bad one. So, oh, maybe you know. that was it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. And then the Doctor married Aragorn. Yep, that's what, that was it, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that checks out. And... <laughs> Oh, God. Admittedly, when the doctor snuck in as like 
the guy, like the other wizard with the squirrels or the rabbits or whatever. Why can't I, Radagast? Radagast, yeah. Yeah, when when the doctor snuck in for that, we all knew it was a matter of time. He was waiting it out. <laughs> I love how everyone in England gets in every movie. It's just fun that way. But, yeah, I'm going to see Star Wars on Thursday, so that'll be fun. And I'm going to see it on Friday. All right. With Brian and Sam. Nice. I've I've never... I, I'm a little worried about this. Because Have Brian or Sam ever been to like two hour and 40 minute movies before? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she has, but I don't know. For something as big as the, a Star Wars movie, I don't know if I'll be able to just go like, <laughs> <laughs> or if I will pick her up, ball her up and swish her down the aisle or something <laughs> if she gets yeah. bored and starts wanting to yammer i i don't well, know when i saw um i don't remember if it was rogue one or if it was um force awakens but one of them when i saw it there was a small child next to me and this child was like maybe like seven or something and they were very well behaved for the most part but every once in a while, they would turn to their mom and go, that's a monster. <laughs> like, every time, it, like an alien would just walk on screen that looks sufficiently unhuman. And it's like, it was kind of cute the first five or six times. But after a while, you're like, don't say it. Don't say it. It became sufficiently distracting. But... On the same note, being a little bit distracted probably makes the plot go easier because every Star Wars movie is full of holes. So, you know what? Whatever. As long as you're enjoying it, it's fine. Um, There's one thing that's always constant, though, and that's that Obi-Wan's decisions are all bad. Uh, you could expand that to the Jedi. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> the Jedi are terrible at everything. <laughs> like, what are the requirements to be a Jedi? Um, comfortable carrying a laser stick and makes poor choices... That's it. Like, that's it. You're in. Welcome. <laughs> like, like, every step of the way, you have to make mistakes and then be caught at the end of the day going, how did we lose? How could this keep happening? But, <laughs> yeah. They're the worst. Um, but, hey, that's funny. Um, yeah, so, like, Star Wars is coming out. That'll be fun. So, I'll catch that. And I I did catch Crisis on Infinite Earths last week. It was fun. Um, I'm annoyed that I have to wait a month to see the rest of it, but I'm still glad I watched that, so that was cool. And I'm going to try to catch up on a lot of other TV over the holiday break because there are so many shows that I fell behind on. But there's plenty to watch, and I'm sure there's going to be great stuff coming out as well. So, hey, media everywhere. Also, I finished, or I didn't finish, but I played more of Kingdom Hearts 3 after forever because it took me a while, and I just want to tell everyone, Frozen Level sucks. There you go. <laughs> That's my 11-month late hot take. The The Frozen level is bad. So pretty much everything else I've played in the game has been great. That one's running around on a mountain in the snow for like four hours. There's not much to it. And yes, they played all of Let It Go, the entire song. You just sit back and watch them re-render the iconic scene from the movie with the models that they have available in Kingdom Hearts 3. And you're like, are we doing this? Are we doing all of this? We're we're really doing the entire thing? Okay. All right. I'll just I'll get some popcorn because I'm not playing this game at this point. 
Um, oh, look, it, it doesn't look as good when you render it on a PS4. But, you know what, whatever, you're having fun. Uh, are you having fun there, buddy? I am. I was going to ask chat, if uh, once, once you were done, if they knew what that was. Like I did to you earlier. Fair enough. Well, I am done, so now chat can respond. Oh, so hey, chat, given what time of year it is, he already ruined it. <laughs> yes, yeah, given what time knows. of year it is, what does this sound mean to you? And yeah, thus far, everyone has gotten it. It's a giant popcorn tin. But look, it's got little puppies under a Santa hat. Oh my God, diabetes. But yeah, it's the uh, obligatory, oh God, the obligatory uh, three colors and flavors of popcorn thing uh, i can't see it tilted add some more oh sorry there you go okay a little bit more with the nope with right, the a little pop, more the, shut up the caramel <laughs> and cheese and, and the butter popcorn you know i love these things they're delicious but having it right here in my office is a mistake i didn't eat lunch yeah. today why so i was eating popcorn but yeah i'm very excited i'm gonna go see star wars with brian and sam on friday on saturday is a Swift concert. Whoa! Yeah! They Swift. made your soundtrack. Yeah! Swift, who does the uh, theme music for the Mana Pool. They're getting back together for a CD release party. For the Mana Pool. For the Mana... No. Uh, <laughs> no, Swift is not still around. That's why this is amazing. They, they actually did uh, somehow make a new album. And there's a reunion show on Saturday, and I'm super excited. Yay! Hopefully, I need to get with Mike and see if he's going. Hmm. Anyway, anyway. So, yeah, that'll be Saturday, so no stream Saturday night. Uh, or Friday night. Damn! <laughs> we might have to stream Overwatch tomorrow, Bill. <laughs> oh, you're going to inflict that on people? Maybe. I hope Gothic wakes up soon. He never got his ugly sweater 76, and if he misses it, he'll be pissed. Oh, yeah. He's only got a little bit of time left for that, doesn't he? Yeah, we were going to play earlier, and he said, you know what? I'm going to go to bed, because he hadn't slept yet after work. Oh, and he's going to be okay, so buddy. upset. Yeah, let's so, go poke him now. Chat, you want to play Overwatch with us? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> One of you go wake Gothic up, and we'll be set. Go knock what? on his door. Yeah, Ugly Sweater 76 goes away tomorrow because that's one of the, the week-long win nine games and get it. It's not a loot box thing. Yeah, it's, it's not a loot box achievement thing. thing, so to speak. It's not really achievements, but you get the idea. Yeah. You've got a week to win nine games to unlock some things, and the ninth one gets you that, but it's just this week. Then it swaps over to, like, the Mercy skin or something for the next yeah. week. And then the last one is the... Uh... Something else. Something else. Well, I don't know. You can win nine games in one night if you go play... Uh, uh, what is that mode? The Yeti Hunt is much easier to win oh, yeah. games of. It's a lot faster, too. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, with that, I guess I'll wrap it up. So, hey! We stream Monday Night Magic on Monday nights. Here on twitch.tv slash the mana pool. On Thursday nights, we do the mana pool. 
and uh, there will be one more mana pool this this year, and then we'll we'll be done f- until uh, 2020. I'm pretty sure because yeah, it'll be the day after Christmas. Yeah, we're not recording the day after Christmas, so yeah, the next one will probably be on the second after the one on the 19th. Yeah. Um. I have hiccups again. I didn't even eat any of the popcorn. I just looked at it, and it gave me hiccups. It's a contact hiccup. There's uh, other stuff. I stream here on twitch.tv slash pool. At the moment, what are the games I'm working on? I'm working on The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on the Switch. I I think I've only got one stream left of that. I have no idea. It's It's one of the old Zelda games that I've never played. One of the rare old Zelda games that I've never played. So I, I think I've only got one dungeon left. But I don't know if that's the end or if there's other stuff. I have, I have no idea. But I think there's only one stream left of that. I'm playing through Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment. The Spectre Knight campaign. Which is awesome. I have no idea how long that is either. So that's probably two streams. I'm going to guess two streams left of that. And then there's a new... Set release for Hearthstone, so I uh, will be playing Hearthstone because new set means lots of new decks and lots of new fun stuff to do. I've actually been playing Hearthstone on my phone while I'm sitting around doing other stuff or waiting on videos to render or whatever because Hearthstone's fun again. Hey! Because they got rid of the cards that were utterly destroying the meta. Yay. So, that's great. I've got... Uh, well, I'll get to that in a minute. And then I played Dota Underlords. I played that last night with the viewers in chat. So, yeah. Lots yeah. of stuff that I'm currently playing through here on twitch.tv slash the mana pool. And once I finish those, I'll be playing Untitled Goose Game on the Switch. I know that's coming up. And there was something on Steam that I was super excited to start, and now I don't remember what it was because I'm not currently looking at Steam. Hang on, let me be currently looking at Steam. It was, uh... I already had it installed, I thought. Maybe I didn't. Okay, well, I'll be starting something else soon. Oh, I was gonna try uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, the Nightmare Mode. That's what it was. I knew there was something else that was already installed. Because you play through it the first time, with the one character, and then you collect the other three characters, and then you get to the end, and stuff happens, and then you gotta play through it again. Differently, and more difficult. Nah. I don't want to give anything away, but differently than the first time, and more difficult. So, And then you get the real ending, I think. So that's the next thing I was gonna do. Yeah. There we go. But, that's on Twitch... Videos of pretty much all of that uh, will be going up on youtube.com slash the mana pool. I try to keep it to one YouTube video a day. I've got that down pretty well. But because I have so many things going on, whenever I have Hearthstone videos uh, ready to go, those will be uh, on two video days. So Link's Awakening, Dota Underlords, uh, if which I don't have any Underlords videos coming, but Link's Awakening, Dota Underlords, and uh, Spectre of Torment will be by themselves. But anytime there's a Hearthstone video, it'll be uh, in addition to rather than replacing. So 
Yay. That way I don't have too many things running at once that will mean nothing ever gets finished. If I stick to one video a day, I'll never get through Link's Awakening and Spectre of Torment and all the Hearthstone videos I have, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. So hey, that's a whole lot of content for uh, one person to do. I know, it's ridiculous. So if you would like to help support what I do in this one-man crusade against boredom, both for me and for all of you, then uh, Manipool Productions is a Patreon-supported endeavor. And you can go to patreon.com slash themanipool to become a lifeguard. Yeah! Lifeguards get a variety of perks. You can get... Here you go. Okay, never mind. I was going to sneeze, and then nothing happened. You can get... You don't get a sneeze. I don't... Apparently not. It's going to wait until I'm in the middle of a sentence, and it's just going to fly out into the microphone, blow out the mic, make the mic all sticky. It'll be gross. It'll happen during Stark's name. You can get... You can get... Manipul episodes and YouTube videos early. Like, I put two Hearthstone videos up already that you could be watching right now. Right now. Uh, There are those. You can get the odds and ends, which is all the stuff before and after Monday Night Magic and the Manipul. It's just behind-the-scenes nonsense. It's uncensored and, for the most part, unfiltered. And you can... Become a Mythic Lifeguard and get the sponsorship shout-out on both podcasts and on the end screen for all of the YouTube videos. So I'd like to thank our Mythic Lifeguards, Jason Doan, Kim Maho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Team Hellas Haru, Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer, Stuart's Law, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bertain, Casey, Fayan Says, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansons, Jason Kaus, Gothic Man, Stark Maximum, John Parker... Violet Moon, Aleph Cat, Mike, Dan Holm, Bartle, Backwards Logic, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Do I want to know what you were doing? I don't want to know, do I? I mean, why would you? No, no. So with that, I will say thank you to all of the lifeguards, uh, especially... The Mythic Ones for, you know, making me read your name and learn who you are. But also to all of the uh, lifeguards at every tier, uh, I literally could not do this without you. You allow me to keep, you know, paying rent and continuing to pump out this frankly stupid amount of free content for everyone to enjoy. So thank you so much. And with that, I guess we'll be done. I guess we'll be done. So since I don't see us recording... Next week, unless something horrible happens, and hopefully it won't, we will just say uh, Merry Christmas, or that's that's the one that we do, right? Do you do Christmas? Uh, commercialism! Yes, Merry Commercialism to everyone. And if you don't do Christmas, happy whatever holiday it is. And if you don't do any holidays, then I hope you have a good, uh, what what is it, winter solstice? Yeah. Star Wars Day. <laughs> Star Wars Day. Or a good new... Oh, and Happy New Year, too. That's the other thing that's going on. Duh. 
Oh, right. The international celebration of my birth. Got it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very much. So, yes. But I hope everyone enjoys their winter holiday of choice or non-holiday of choice or whatever. And has a happy new year and all of that good stuff. And as far as I can tell, we will see you all in 2020. So thank you all so very much for joining us and uh, go play some magic.